Welcome to season two of Monday Matters Podcast. It's a spiritual segment brought to you by Spirit of Praise Ministry. If you're listening today, that means you've enjoyed this podcast thus far. We ask you to one, share it with a friend, with somebody else that needs an uplifting moment. And second, please don't forget to subscribe so you could enjoy previous messages and the ones to come. We hope the next few minutes will bring you a message of peace, comfort, and hope to whatever situation you're going through. Have a blessed time, family. Hello, and God bless you. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Grateful to be with you today, wherever you are consuming this awesome podcast. Um, I hope that it finds you in good health and that you know that God is with you. Today, I have a word of encouragement for you. But before I begin, I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, may this word lift someone up and give them great motivation. May your blessing rest upon this word in the name of Jesus. Amen. I am going to speak on the topic of good news. Good news. Over the past several months, we have been inundated with bad news over and over on TV and radio. We have gotten bad, bad news. The year began with Kobe Bryant dying. And for a generation, he was the greatest player of all time to some people. Not long after that, we begin to get hit with news of police brutality, individuals who were murdered and shot, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and others, just because of the color of their skin. Protest and outrage broke out across America. We were hit with a global pandemic and then a double whammy that it disproportionately affected black people. Everything was shut down. Fear spread across the nation. Terms like social distancing and quarantine became part of our vernacular. And we found ourselves cut off from the world. And that's not, that hasn't ended even as of today. We saw a government that was out of control and now a a government that's even denying election results. And then the normal news of wars and rumors of wars, famine, pestilences, the love of many wax cold. I declare today, if you don't believe that Jesus is coming again, the signs are there. Jesus is indeed coming again. But today I want to share with you some good news. So often we focus on the negative when it comes to the news of the day. But if we read our Bible, we discover something stunning based in prophecy. Some people are afraid of the book of Revelation, but the book of Revelation tells us what's to come. And upon further review, this book tells us we win. <laughs> this book tells us we will be delivered. This book tells us in the end, particularly in Revelation 21, there'll be no more death, no more sorrow, no more suffering. The former things 
will pass away and all things will be made new. All things will be made new. As a believer, I'm not saying you shouldn't be down at what's going on. I am saying you should read the book and take some hope that in the end, all of this foolishness will be put to rest. The devil, sin and evil will be destroyed and the people of God will live in eternity without any struggle. And so shall we ever be with our Lord. There is indeed some good news. Now, when you read Revelation 7 and Revelation 14, these are two chapters that use the phrase frequently, these are they. These are they. This defines God's last day people. I want to tell you something exciting. That means that you are literally in the Bible. If you plan on being saved, when John says he saw folk, or John identifies a group of folk, there's a good chance he saw you. I know he saw me. Can you imagine that? John in vision, looking dead at you in vision. Because you indeed are these, are they. I'm glad to be in that number, and that's good news for you and I. Let's break down what Revelation 7 and Revelation 14 say concerning good news. Let's begin with Revelation 7 and verse 9. This text tells us that John saw in vision every nation, kindred, and tongue that would be saved. He said it was a number that could not be numbered. And that tells me two things. Number one, a lot of people are going to make it. That's some good news. That means God's mercy outweighs his vengeance. Come on, say amen. Some of us are going to be surprised to be there. A lot of people are going to be surprised to see you there or me there. But as long as we made it, the whining said, millions didn't make it, but I was one of the ones who did. That's good news. That's good news. And I'm here to let you know a lot of people are going to make it. I'm glad a lot of people I'm going to make it. I don't want to be in heaven by myself. I don't want to be selfish and it's just me or just people who think like me and act like me. I'm glad that God is going to be merciful and let a lot of people in. But, but that text also says every nation, kindred, and tongue were there. That lets me know that God is going to put an end to racism. Now, listen, let me let you know right now. If you're a proud boy, if you are a member of the KKK, if you're a white supremacist, heaven is not going to be a happy place for you. As a matter of fact, I don't think you're going to be there because John saw in vision every nation, kindred and tongue. How can you see every nation, kindred and tongue? How can you see that? That lets me know in heaven we are going to retain some cultural characteristics. Hallelujah. That means the pictures with all the white angels are not real. The picture that when everybody goes to heaven, they're going to turn white. It's not real. You're going to retain some cultural characteristics with a new body and a new name because it says he saw every nation, kindred, and tongue. But if you're frustrated about police brutality, if you're frustrated about black people getting followed around in the store, if you're frustrated about the economic policy toward the island of Haiti or African nations, I'm here to let you know one day God's going to put that into an end. 
and everybody's going to be there. East Indians and West Indians. African Americans and Africans. White folk, Asian folk, Hispanic folk. We're all going to be there when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing it will be when we all see Jesus. We'll sing and shout the victory. So racism is going to come to an end. When we get to uh, chapter 7 and verse 14, the angel asked John, who are these people rhetorically? John says, you know who these people are. The angel says, these are they who have come out of great tribulation. Now that text tells me a few things too. It says, first of all, we're going to have to come through uh, tribulation. You can't come out tribulation unless you go through it. I think we need to stop saying when the time of trouble comes because the time of trouble is here. I've never heard the word unprecedented used more than it's used now. And so the time of trouble is here, folks. We are going through tribulation. These are crazy times, and the Bible says it's only going to get worse. But, but the good news is the Bible doesn't say that we're going to stay in tribulation. The Bible doesn't say we're going to have endless Supreme Court cases about our trouble. The Bible doesn't say we're going to wait forever for a vaccine. The Bible doesn't say we're going to have to social distance forever. The Bible says these are they. That's talking about us once again. You're in the Bible that come out of great tribulation. We are going to come out. We're going to shed some tears, but we're going to come out. We're going to go through some pain, but we're going to go out. We're going to have some difficulty, but we are going to come out. And that's good news because these are they that have come out of great tribulation. Now, you know, we've been taught all our life that when we go to heaven, we're going to get a mansion. John 14 says, in my father's house are many mansions. We've talked about the streets of gold and we've talked about the pearly gates. But Revelation 7:15 tells a different story. And it surprised me when I read it. It says that when we get there, we're going to meet God in the temple. And the text says day and night we're going to worship him while we're in heaven. You know what that tells me? That tells me, my friends, that when we get the glory, church is going to be so good, we're not even going to go worry about the streets of gold. We're not even going to worry about the pearly gates. We're going to put our mansion on hold, and we're just going to want to stay worshiping Jesus and his temple night and day. I've been privileged to be a part of amazing worship services. I've been in massive cathedrals and wonderful churches where I've had a good time. I, I've been at the Tri-State Youth Federation here in Atlanta. I've been at Ebenezer French Seventh Day Adventist Church and listened to the praise team and listened to people sing and said, man, this is some worship, but no worship is going to be like going to glory and being in the temple of God. And guess what? We won't get tired. We won't need a water break. We, we won't need to go take a rest or go have fellowship lunch. We can say, strike the band up one more time. We can say, come on, let's do this one more time. And we can worship night and day forever for the God who saved our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the blood of the lamb. These are they. Revelation 14 has a few other they's or these are they. In verse 3 of Revelation 14, it says they sang a new song. Come on now, Mount Zion. 
of Moses and the Lamb. I love music. In my lifetime, I've been privileged to hear some good music. I listened to the Oakwood University Aeolians led by Anika Sampson in 1997 sing a song called The Lord Be Praised. I heard Dynamic Praise uh, sing a song that said, Great is the Lord that touched my heart. There was a group at Oakwood called Connect Five that sang, Lord, I want to be a Christian on the on the campgrounds of uh, South Atlantic Conference River Oaks. One year, C.C. Winans came and sang with her beautiful, angelic voice, uh, everlasting love. But I declare to you right now, there's going to be no song like the song that we sing. Come on now. When we get on Mount Zion, the angel doesn't know what it means to be delivered. An elder doesn't know what it means to be delivered. Heavenly host doesn't know what it means to be in debt. And now you're debt free to have to have cancer. And now you're cancer free uh, uh, to be going through pain. And now you're pain free to have a new name and a new body. But everybody who has been redeemed are going to break out in harmony. I can't sing a lick right now, but I'm going to sing six part harmony on that mountain. And thank God that I've been redeemed. We will sing a new song. And it's talking about us in the Bible. And that indeed is good news. Verse four lets us know that these are they who were not defiled with women who have been redeemed from the earth. Sin is not going to rise up a second time, folks. When we go to heaven, God is coming back to destroy sin and not people, but he will destroy sin even if it's found in you. He'll destroy it. He'll destroy it. Why would he let sin come to heaven where sin is in you? You won't be happy with heaven. You'll be complaining on how long the service is. You'll get a pickaxe and try to dig up the streets of gold or try to steal a pearl off the pearly gates. You'll put a ring on your door in heaven talking about I don't want no burglars to come in because sin is in your life. God's not going to let Lucifer rise up again. No, sin will be destroyed. And when we get to glory, we are going to be the ones who have been redeemed from the earth. But let me give you one last thing. When you move down on in the chapter, verses 12 through 14, it says these are they. Come on now that keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus. It's still right to live holy, everybody. It's still right to do what God says. If you get in the habit of doing what God says, you will be part of the group of people who make it to glory. Don't look at Revelation as a book of beasts, animals, and scary things. No, Revelation tells our future. And it says, these are they who will be a part of all nation, kindreds, and tongues. These are they who will come out of great tribulation and have clean robes. These are they who are going to worship night and day. These are they who are going to sing a new song. These are they who've been delivered from their evil ways. And these are they who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. I want the good news, and I want to be in that number. We just recently had Thanksgiving, and on Thanksgiving, I don't eat anything until the meal 
because I want my taste buds to experience it all. I wake up, my stomach is growling. I, uh, I sit on the couch and get a little antsy and frustrated. I get a little hangry sometimes, hungry and angry. I walk in the kitchen, I ask my wife, how long? And she says, it's gonna be soon, don't worry, it's gonna be soon. But guess what? The wait is worth it once that food hits the table. Beans, greens, tomatoes, <laughs> turkey, veggie turkey, cornbread, roll. When that food hits the table, I forget about my weight. And I'm glad to be in the number. And glory's going to be the same way. Don't worry about what's happening in our world right now. Our future is bright. Because in the end, we win. Be blessed. And I hope that you continue to have a great day. Wow, wow, wow. What a message. We hope this podcast thus far is bringing you peace, comfort, and hope for the future. Again, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody. And to you, don't forget to subscribe so you could benefit from previous and upcoming messages. Be blessed.